All right. Uh, welcome back to Facing Tomorrow. Uh, we are excited to have Dennis Markway here with us today. And there is such a, a huge conversation that I wanted to have with this gentleman after I met with Dennis for a, a, a brief uh, discussion on the Out of the Darkness Walk with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. If you have not had a chance to check that video out yet, uh, please feel free to do so. We will have it up on the Facing Tomorrow website. But you will likely see a moment in which I am completely caught off guard in that conversation. A beautiful moment, but a moment with which there, there is so much that we can talk about and so much more that I am excited to get to know uh, about Dennis. So Dennis, welcome. Thank you. And Dennis, if you could start for us, what is the moment that is frozen in time for you? Yeah, uh, I mean, as we talked about in, in that, that last discussion, uh, you know, sitting at the Alhambra in Granada, Spain, uh, you know, back when I was in college on my 20th birthday. Um, funny to think that uh, I'm just about to hit my 50th birthday. Um, so, you know, a lot has happened uh, since that point in time. And for my 50th birthday, I'm going back to the same place. Um, I will uh, be in the same location uh, at the uh, at the Alhambra in Granada, Spain, for for my birthday. Uh, deliberately wanted to do that. It kind of uh, you know closes the loop with things. But you know, being at that space where you know, it, I mean, there's a lot of darkness, um, and I think so many people that that I know have experienced that in in their life. Um, but uh, both being at that, that place of darkness and then uh, when you do get that opportunity to see, see the light and see the, see the beauty around you and see that there are you know, additional opportunities, uh, you know, things can change, things can, uh, can morph in, in the future um, and certainly can happen in ways that you know, were never planned for or never expected. Uh, I had no concept that uh, you know, at age 20 that I'd, I'd see in age 50. Um, and uh, all the wonderful, terrible, crazy, uh, mundane things that have happened between now and then uh, has been such a, a gift that I couldn't have fathomed um, in that space and at, and at that time. So the, the moment of the 20th was preceded by something that had happened in your 19th birthday as well. So. Talk to us a little bit about, and remind us for those that had seen the video, but talk to us a little bit about what happened at 19 that then led to that moment that was frozen in time for you on your 20th birthday there in Spain. Yeah, on uh, on my 19th birthday at the college that I was attending at that point in time, there was a, a tradition to, uh, on, on your birthday, you know, your friends would pick you up and throw you in, in a pond that was in the center of campus. Well, everything went wrong uh, with that. Uh, one of the people that, uh, who was not a friend who was uh, throwing me in, I held on to and dragged him into the water with me. Um, and uh, yeah, no, uh, you know, no bones about it, uh, you know, I was assaulted. Uh, I was held underwater um, with his knee on my chest until I passed out. Um, and all my friends were standing around watching this happening, doing nothing. Um, you know, and as a 19-year-old kid who was a collegiate athlete, um, you know, who had a lot of pride in, in my strength and my abilities and trust in my friends, uh, all of that was torn away from me in, in one fell swoop. Um, and I was so lost. 
Um, you know, I, I was angry. I was uh, stripped down of all of these notions that I had about myself. Um, and, you know, and when all that's taken away from you, all the things that, uh, that, that made me me were, were, were gone in an instant. Um, and, you know, it went through, you know, not only was that, that year itself between 19 and 20, uh, you know, a really dark time for me, uh, but then the, the, the ongoing years uh, where uh, I was maybe somewhat healed in, in, that, uh, in that moment of, uh, of kind of sunlight and clarity that, that was kind of captured there, that there's, there's so many things to, uh, to live and build for and so many things to be open for, uh, you know, where life can take you. Um, you know, I just didn't have the concept of that dur- uh, during that year uh, whatsoever. So just kept feeling as though I was going down this very uh, downward and dark path. Um, uh, but fortunately, to, to have that experience to, you know, uh, to get away to, to another country, uh, to experience, you know, something that uh, I had never experienced, you know, I'd never traveled overseas before. Uh, I'd never been to, uh, to Spain. I'd never been to the, this, this place uh, and there were things that were beyond uh, anything that I could ever dreamed. I mean, even, I mean, I remember having a lot of anxiety before going uh, for a semester abroad, um, having no idea what to expect, um, and you know that ended up being one of those things that was was eye-opening for me, because uh, you know not knowing what to expect and then having my expectations just blown completely out of the water for the the beauty and uh that that i that i saw you know whether it was the uh geography there or the history you know or, or places like the alhambra in spain which is a uh you know a fortress and a castle with you know beautiful rose gardens and things like that just things that were so far beyond uh anything that i had experienced in life um i think that that was a little bit of a building block for recovery for me um because okay well if this was beyond anything that i had expected well what what maybe else would be out there for me in terms of life experiences or relationships or friends that that would stand beside me moving forward. So but even in this moment where you are experiencing this new country, this new culture, even with these these beautiful things that you had never expected, even with this uh, this grand opportunity that you have mentioned is, has helped you grow, there was still a dark moment. For you, talk talk about the the um, what's what's the word the dichotomy the 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 the, colli- the uh, colliding of those two thoughts the the beauty but the the overwhelming darkness that was experienced there in Spain for you. Yeah, uh, I mean it was it was my twentieth birthday, you know, uh, a day that is normally spent with family, uh, a day that's normally spent with uh, with friends, which is the celebration. Uh, but I was desperately alone. Uh, I didn't have uh, any friends around me that day. There was no family within thousands of miles of me. Um, you know, there there wasn't a, you know a girlfriend. You know, I was you know desperately, uh, hopelessly single at, the, at that point in time. Uh, you know, largely due to my ineptitude with with uh, with talking to women. That got better over time. Um, you know, I'm married with two kids, so uh, so things can change with that too. Um, but I mean, uh, was 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 so terribly alone that day. But uh, but that location 
uh, was uh, at the at the Alhambra at this castle within these these gardens with all this beautiful architecture and, and things like that. Uh, I was you know, you know very depressed and alone, um, and you know and you know sitting on the on the ledge of uh, of this castle and you know thinking about well who would miss me if if I dropped off. Um, and uh, but then looking at the you know in that moment going you know with the with this ideation that, that I was going through, looking at uh, at the world around me, uh, and seeing the uh, you know uh, there was this park uh, kind of ag- across this this valley from it, uh, the Miradora de San Nicolas, uh, so kind of the the view of of, of Saint Nick or Santa Claus. Um, which is this also beautiful place. So there's all this just mind-bendingly beautiful uh, things around me. Uh, you know, there, uh, there were all these very British, pretty Spanish girls and things like that. So like, well, maybe there is something to, uh, to chase after here. So, uh, so really there, there's that bit of a, a flip in my thinking um, right then that said, okay, um, I, you know, I think I can go back, you know, I can push through this. Um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily recommend the, uh, the process that, that I went through. I, I should have had a lot more courage uh, to ask for help. Um, but I did all of this on my own. Um, you know, and, and I made some decisions about how I was going to think about things uh, at that point in time that, you know, hey, just not let myself get, uh, get too high about things, not allow myself to get low, you know, allow my, my emotions to be very range-bound. What's, well, uh, you know, uh, that kind of uh, removes, you know, maybe some of the, uh, the peaks and valleys of things, but uh, some of those peaks are, are, are great to ascend to. Uh, and some of those valleys, though, though challenging at the, at the same point in time is, is part of life, too. Um, so that's been a learning lesson for me over over the next thirty years of saying, okay, well, it's it's, it's okay um, to to be upset. It's okay to be uh, emotional about things. It's it's okay to to be depressed sometimes. Um, that's life. life. Life throws some some pretty tough curveballs for you to hit, uh, and we're not all Albert Pujols or anything like that. That we're gonna hit that over over the wall. Uh, sometimes we'll swing and miss, um, and that's okay. Um, that, uh, that life never is going to be this perfect thing. Um, but wow, if, if, uh, if I had made a different decision that day, um, the staggeringly wonderful things that, that I would have missed since, um, what would have been just a, a, you know, an absolute tragedy. That is, that is, <clears throat> that is beautifully said, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious from your perspective in the years of let's say, uh, let's say pre-19. So you had mentioned the, uh, the, the youthfulness that you had and that you had assumed up to the point of your 19th birthday through this 20 into the early 22s. What do you think was, was missing for you that you really wish you would have been able to tap into knowing what you do now, 20 plus years later, what, what do you wish you would have known then that you know now? Uh, I, I, I think the, the biggest thing, um, I mean, to go even a little bit further back, I mean, I was, I was a badly bullied kid. 
Uh, you know, I, I moved out to to the East Coast when when I was in middle school, where friend groups were were already established. Um, I was the the odd kid out from the Midwest who had nothing in common with with any of these people. Uh, so I had had a really rough time. What what I what I wish I would have taken advantage of um, because it was offered, uh, but uh, but I lied. Um, and I and I said no to to any help, um, and I, I really should have been far more open to the fact that it, it, it's okay to 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 not be okay. Um, it's okay to to ask for help. That you know I I need help dealing with with these emotions that I have, dealing with these situations and this trauma that that I've been through. Um, but uh, at that point in time, you know, and I'd say. If, Categorically, at that that point in time in American society, it wasn't okay for uh, for guys to be uh, to be for men to be pursuing assistance like that. It was a, uh, it was perceived, and I perceived it at that point in time as a sign of weakness. Um, you know, uh, anymore these days, uh, I mean, I, I view it as as a huge sign of strength um, to say, you know, hey, I'm you know, I'm not doing all right. Um, I may need some help just to uh, to see my way through this. Um, you know, it's 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 such a, a blessing that there's so many opportunities to uh, to get that assistance. You know, whether that's you know through uh, you know a, a medical professional, whether it's through uh, a member of the clergy, whether it's a family member, whether it's uh, you know your financial guy, um, you know whether it's people that you know who who care about you, um, that are willing to sit down and listen and, and share their perspectives with you. Um, you know, I, I was resistant to to that, uh, and it was much to my detriment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, you you've you've mentioned the financial guy and. Um, I, I want to talk for a few moments here about how you have grown over the years from the moments of refusing help, the, the moments of believing that you would be able to fight through of uh, the, the determination to, uh, to get through it by yourself to where you are today. You are not, in my estimation, you are not the normal financial guy. You have created this company and you have a very clear picture of, of who you want to be and who you want to bring into that world with you. Was any of that, first of all, talk about how that was shaped, but also was any of that created and shaped by the experiences that you had? Um, you know, really the, the, the business that, that I have, I mean, we, we've, we've gone through trauma-informed training and, and things like that to, uh, to be sensitive, to, to, be, to be there for, for our clients, you know, whatever the challenges they, they may face. Um, but the compassion that, uh, that, that originally formed this, uh, this business, now, most of my peers, and, and I, I don't begrudge them in any way, um, are far more interested in helping just uh, wealthy individuals. Uh, we don't. I, I don't care about that at all. Um, I help the people who are coming to us asking for help. Um, you know, and meet them wherever they are. Uh, you know, maybe they're in disaster mode, and oftentimes we meet people that that are in crisis at, at that point in time, whether they've lost a job or they're suddenly single or. Um, things have gone wrong with uh, you know business that they own or, or something like that and just to be there to, to, to listen to uh, to 
help them find solutions to fix some of the, the, the issues that they're dealing with. And, and some, sometimes it's, it's things that are, that are outside of my depth. I'm not a mental health provider or anything like that, but uh, I've got big ears and, um, and a compassionate heart um, and happy to, uh, to always put people first and what, what their needs are. Uh, and sometimes it's getting through some of those, those traumas that are in the way. Um, and you know, and uh, they've they've uh, not accepted the help that that they need. Um, they're dealing with things that that go back to to their childhood. You know, whether it was um, you know abuse uh, or alcoholism or drug addiction or uh, any of the, uh, the 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 traumas that so many of us experience in our lives that ends up becoming an impediment to them. So to be there to listen to to walk alongside them, and not be in any any kind of a, of a hurry to monetize a relationship, I, you know, I think that's vile uh, to to seek to to monetize the relationship. Uh, for heaven's sakes, take care of people uh, where they are, and if there's a commercial opportunity where where my company makes uh, makes money, fine. If not, fine. Um, uh, but be there to, to, to go on that walk with people is, is, is far more important to me. Allowing them to chip at that wall that they have built up just a little bit of the brick at a time. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of a wall that needed to be chipped a little bit at a time, talk from, from your perspective, because I, I don't want it to seem as though you were looking over the wonderful beauty of Spain. You decided the next day is going to be great, and the next day and beyond that was all great. Uh, what walls have you had to chip away at since that moment where you had made that decision, uh, and thankfully the, the, the beautiful decision for, to have you sitting here today with me, uh, what walls have you had to chip down in order to, to come to this point today? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I mean, there, there was, uh, you know, of course, with uh, being a survivor of an assault, um, I had, uh, you know, all kinds uh, of issues with physical contact and intimacy and things like that that needed to be chipped away. Uh, I still, I mean, 30 years later, I, I still carry a sensitivity to, um, you know, my wife won't, won't put her hands around my neck. Um, I mean, it's just kind of verboten. <laughs> um, but uh, really had to get to a place where, where I could trust again. Um, and, and that took a lot of time. And then uh, even when, um, as a, uh, a younger adult uh, with relationships prior to, uh, to my wife, um, you know, when there were violations of trust, uh, I, I took that really hard. So, I mean, I had to, you know, allow that, that wall to come down because I was, was walled up. Um, and uh, I, you know, I'm not proud of who, who I was at that point in time. I mean, I, I made the, the decision to continue, but uh, I was still a, I was a wounded animal at that point in time. Um, very willing and ready to, to lash out and be uh, very self-centered with, uh, with, with what I was doing. And, you know, and I, uh, I've apologized to, uh, to friends who stood by me during that point in time. I've apologized to ex-girlfriends that uh, that stood by me by that point in time because I was a mess. Uh, it still took a long time to uh, to get to a place where I could accept friendship again um, after you know f 
you know, having friends who, who stood by and watched me drown. Um, I, you know, I, it took a, a long time for me to be willing to trust a partner um, who, you know, I could be authentically who I was um, and could trust that, that they weren't going to, uh, you know, to turn their backs on me too. Uh, that was really hard to, to get past. And, e- and even so, even the first handful of years of marriage uh, where, uh, you know, there were a couple of instances, you know, where I was very short-tempered with, uh, with my wife, particularly if, if you know, she you know, aired dirty laundry of mine in front of anybody else that, that I didn't want aired. Um, like, oh, you know, th- uh, that night you had a little too much to drink. Um, you know, I, I didn't want that to be shared. Um, so, uh, but to get to a point where rather than blowing up at somebody uh, to, you know, acknowledge that, okay, you know, my wife makes mistakes too. Um, and, and that's okay. And she may misjudge something, or maybe she judged it perfectly right, and uh, and is, is bringing up the right things. When did you make the decision to allow yourself to be vulnerable and begin to tell your story? And how did people react when when you began to allow yourself to to share more about you? Um, uh, honestly, the, the first time I ever publicly said anything about it was to you. <laughs> um, I had, uh, you know, privately shared with, uh, very close friends, uh, some family members, but not all family members. Um, but I, I think the, uh, what, what's been opening to me, uh, as a, as a professional, um, so many people that, that I work with on a day-to-day basis, whether it's coworkers, uh, whether it's clients of ours, whether it's friends in the community, uh, so many people have uh, dealt with that, that same kind of darkness. Um, and oftentimes it, it, it shocks me um, uh, because, man, oh man, that person seems like they've got everything together. Uh, you know, one of uh, one of my friends, you know, recently, uh, you know, came out very very publicly with uh, with some some dark times that she had dealt with. Um, I never would have have suspected that uh, because you know, you know, she's a she's a complete package. I mean, uh, you know, very bright. Uh, you know, has a has a wonderful career, a wonderful family. Um, you know, she's a very beautiful woman uh, and things. Um, and it, and it's, it surprises me that, you know, that, uh, that she would, would, would deal with uh, some of those same challenges. Well, I know that I have other friends that look at me the same way. Uh, now, I'm not a very attractive woman. Um, but, uh, you know, I've, uh, like, oh, you know, he's, he's got it all. I mean, he's got the, uh, the family, uh, has a nice house, has a, you know, a, a business that's, that's making money and, uh, you know, seems to be living on cloud nine. Well, I still deal with, uh, with, with a lot of challenges. Uh, uh, I'm not mentally perfect. I, I have uh, a lot of difficulties. Um, I'm very dif- uh, hard on myself with, uh, with anything that I, I do right or wrong. Um, and, you know, I still experience challenges, you know, uh, you know with depression. Um, I still deal with uh, a lot of self-doubt. Uh, I still deal with, uh, you know, uh, some of that darkness still catches up with me. 
but I have my network of, uh, of people that I can talk to. So, I mean, you can be that wonderful smiling face where, gosh, everything is, is seemingly to be wonderful. Uh, you may appear to be at the top of the game, uh, of your game, but at the same point in time, um, you know, that internal narrative that's, that's going on with, with, with people may not, uh, may not be as positive. Uh, I've actually started uh, doing some advisory work with a uh, nonprofit based out of New York, uh, the Neil Casal Music Foundation. Uh, Neil Casal was a, a guitarist uh, and singer-songwriter. Um, you know, absolutely 100% respected for the work that he was doing in, in the music community. Um, universally absolutely loved by his peers. Um, uh, but he lost his, his battle back in 2019. Um, and I, I had the, the opportunity to meet him a little earlier that year and express to him, you know, how much his work meant to me. Uh, and that means all the world to me to have, have that opportunity to have said thank you for how much joy he brings in, in, in my life. But at the same point in time, he was really suffering. Um, but, but, you know, uh, very few people knew. That, that he was going through that level of challenges. Um, his closest friends uh, uh, were, were shocked and dismayed. Um, I was shocked and dismayed. Um, but to, to be able to do work in his honor right now, to, to maintain his legacy, um, and in particular to, uh, to try to find avenues, you know, whether it is you know, uh, medical and clinical uh, support systems out there uh, to try to, to, present the, to prevent the next loss. So. What, what is it? You've mentioned a network around you. What is it that you think we, we as a community need to allow us to become more vulnerable with one another and allow us to build a stronger support network for for the times where things feel dark, for the times where things feel like we are not in as uh, good of control as we feel that we should be. You know, uh, uh, I don't have all, I don't have all, all the answers with that, um, but uh, I know what I do. Um, uh, it just takes one. It takes one person um, uh, to, to say that uh, you're important to me, you, uh, you know, I need, you know, I need you to be here. Um, you know, you are loved. Um, you are of tremendous value to me. Um, it's that one person, that one touch that, that makes a difference. Um, and I know for, for me, uh, you know, my wife has been, uh, a big person with that for me. Um, my kids are that for me. Uh, my parents, my siblings, um, my, uh, my coworkers, um, all these, the, the, the people that I work with in, in the community, um, they all in a, in a little way, Justin, you're, you're that for me too, in, in some ways. Um, but for all of us to, to acknowledge that, you know, Hey, we, we could all be that, that one person for somebody. Um, and I am happy to be that one person for anybody. Um, because there's so many things about uh, everyone who, who's out there that is, that's unique um, and different and provides uh, such tremendous value. I mean, I, I think, you know, even with, uh, I know that I have, I have a good friend who, who is challenged with, uh, with depression, um, and I know life hasn't gone this person's way, um, but he has the best laugh in the world. Um, I mean, nobody lights up a room like him. 
um, you know, and he is so special to me um, and so irreplaceable to me um, that uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine my life without him. Uh, and, you know, I, I worry sometimes that I don't do enough um, for him and, and for others. Uh, but my door is always open. My, my phone is always on, except, you know, during this interview where I turned it off. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, t- to be there for people is, is, is so important. And it's something that, that I think um, in this digital age where so much, com- uh, I don't know if I can e- actually even call it communication, uh, so much banter happens through social media. Um, and so much of it is, is frankly detrimental. I, you know, I'd love to, to ditch all of the social media that I have because I don't think it's good for people. Um, but, uh, and so much of it is inauthentic communication. Um, but authentic communication uh, where, uh, where you can speak from the heart um, and, and uh, allow yourself to be vulnerable with, with, uh, with someone else who probably needs you to be vulnerable with them because they need to be vulnerable with you. Um, it's, uh, it, it's so important. Uh, so so to, to make that choice to be there for people uh, is uh, fortunately... Uh, I'm, I'm in a position personally and professionally where that's my life. Um, I've chosen to uh, to be there for people in so many different ways. Um, and I choose that every single day because despite, you know, the, the, the trauma that sometimes that, that brings to my door um, where, you know, uh, you know, someone else is putting some of their, their challenges on my shoulders. Um, well, uh, I've built myself up to where I've, I, I've got pretty broad shoulders um, that I can carry a lot of weight for, uh, for other people, and I'm glad to. Um, it makes me happy to just remove that little stress and pressure from, uh, from other people and just, just be there to walk alongside them. It's just so meaningful. Um, and oftentimes, you know, with some of those interactions, you know, Justin, you and I may not know uh, the depth of how we've impacted people. But I've had people come back to me 10 years later uh, and say, you know what, Dennis, you, you were there for me when I was in a, in a really dark place. Um, you were there for me and you cared for me. Um, and, and there was nothing in it for you. Um, I'm like, yeah, I know. There, I mean, uh, I wasn't looking for there to be anything in it for me. Uh, I was there for you. Um, and like you, that meant so much to me that, that you took your time and you, uh, and you listened and you helped and you made suggestions or you, you gave me a book or you did this, that, or the next thing, which I at the time thought was um, just being kind, just being decent, just being you know, uh, a fellow traveler on planet Earth. Uh, walking alongside you while, while you were you were dealing with uh, with a difficult situation, um, it, it was just me being me being me, um, and and I do that all day every day, uh, and it's it almost brings me to tears. I mean, literal tears when when I think about how many times people have told that to me over the years. Uh, but there's a direct line um, from sitting on that wall in Spain, um, desperately needing compassion 
um, from somewhere in the universe. And I don't know if it was the, you know, the sunshine or the breeze that, that, that blew through, or, or maybe there was a pretty girl who smiled at me and <laughs> that made all the difference in the world. Um, you know, I don't know who, who did that for me. Uh, I expect that there were a lot of people who did that for me, but, uh, but maybe I wasn't quite in the place to, to accept it in the right way. Um, uh, but then I try to pay that forward and pay that back every single day. That's beautifully said. And, and the fact that you, you have come out and, be, and been very clear that you don't have all the answers. We're not meant to have all the answers. We're not, while, while Dennis is expressing that uh, he has this ability to, to just be that listening ear and he does have great resources, sometimes it is as simple as sitting in silence and allowing yourself to just be the listener so that someone can, can unload, can give you, uh, can, can vent and, and give you who they are and allow, allow that person to just be them. You know, and, and uh, you know, certainly in, in the last five years, I mean, uh, have worked with a lot of clients who, who have gone through a fair degree of, uh, of trauma in, the, in their lives, where there's the, the loss of, uh, of a loved one, you know, whether um, through... Uh, th- you know, through diseases or through suicide or through, uh, through other means or other traumas that they've experienced in, in their life, uh, to have you know, grown men sitting with me sobbing, um, putting their head on, on my shoulder and, and crying, um, to, to be there for, uh, for them. Um, and I might be the, the only person that, uh, that they feel comfortable doing that with. Uh, I mean, it's 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 such a position of uh, of compassion, uh, and I'm honored to to be there for them. Um, I'm honored that they feel that comfortable with uh, with me. Um, it's I mean, it, it uh, it's why I get to tap dance into work every day, and why I love what I what I get to do, um, because that kind of tactility in in people's lives is um, something that. Has become more and more important to me, um, and frankly, the, the the financial impacts of what I do are less and less important to me overall. I mean, it's important that I, that I do good things for uh, for clients, but what it means at uh, at the end of the day for me, I don't care about it. Uh, you know, maybe it's reckless disregard for my own well being, um, but uh, to put those people first, um, to be there um, in in their time of need. Um, you know, and, and put that, that, that good energy out in the, into the universe, um, it's always going to, going to be a good thing for me. So, um, and it, um, despite the fact sometimes in, in those instances, you know, I'll lay awake all night um, fretting about, uh, about where they are and how they're doing. Um, at the end of the day, I, I know that I've done a wonderful thing to try and help them. Um, and, uh, and when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, okay, I, I, I did a great thing. Or if, uh, you know, if I'm seeing my kids, you know, Hey, dad really had the opportunity to, uh, to make a difference in someone's life today. And, uh, it feels so good to, to be in that position and, and then teach them that lesson of, Hey, you know, uh, you can be that person for, uh, for someone else. And to see that in my kids, um, is uh, is incredible. So that they have this kindness and compassion for uh, for others that you know in, in this day and age you don't always get to see. Um, I mean, frankly, both both of my kids 
surrounding them are, are kids who who have some traumas in their life that have um, you know that that have anxiety issues or depression issues you know at age 12 or age 17 which is you know the, the age of my kids but to see them you know approach these these friends with a huge heart to be there for them to uh, to listen and let them know that that they're loved um, you know and these kids as, as they come over to to our house to know that they're in, in this wonderfully safe space where we're not judgmental of them. Um, and, you know, sometimes their, their behavior isn't, uh, isn't the best, but knowing that they're going through something and be like, okay, kid, you know, you, you can sit down and talk to us too, because um, they may not have uh, both parents in, in the household. Uh, they may not have, uh, you know, parents who have the, the time and the abilities that, uh, that my wife and I do. Uh, and, you know, Big shout out to, to my wife, um, who is uh, who's a, a saint. Um, has also been through her t- traumas and challenges in, in life too, and and she approaches it in a similar fashion. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, for her losing a parent a, a, at an early age, um, to uh, to having other mental health challenges that that uh, that are in her family and, and things uh, to. To approach that not with cynicism, but love and compassion. All because you allowed yourself, while looking over the beauty of Spain, another moment, another minute, another hour, another day, another year. So now that you're coming back, once you hit hit 50 and you return to that spot, what is it that you would love to express to 20-year-old you in moments that you will get to spend in Spain, uh, and I, I, I say this actually to uh, uh, a, a lot of students who come to me for uh, for career advice. I, I say this a lot to uh, people who are going through different types of challenges. Um, what I would love to say to twenty year old Dennis um, sitting on on the the you know red stone wall getting red dust on my fingers and on my pants and and stuff like that um, I'd love to say that uh, life is a wonderful adventure uh, and sometimes that adventure doesn't turn out the way that that, that you wanted it to and that's that's happened uh, plenty of times in, in my life too it hasn't been a charmed thing throughout um, but uh, but there is this adventure um, and you never know uh, what adventure is going to be presented to you, but to be open to it, and, and to be open to, you know, this, you know, you know, I, I couldn't have fathomed, you know, at, at age 20 where I am right now. Uh, I couldn't have fathomed age 40 where I am right now. I couldn't have fathomed at age 45 being where I am right now. Uh, frankly, I doubt that at age 48, I probably would, I wouldn't have been able to, to fathom this is where I w- was going to end up. Um, the adventure is ongoing. Um, and sometimes that adventure has some disastrous consequences that you, know, you need to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and keep going. Um, but more times than not, uh, it's been mind-blowingly wonderful. Um, and to, to take the risk on what this adventure is going to hold for you, um, you know, is, is unbelievable. 
I mean, the, the things that have happened in, in my life, you know, even inside of the last year, I couldn't have imagined, uh, you know, the, the opportunities for impact in, in other people's lives, um, the opportunities for um, wonderful connection, uh, you know, ongoing changing connection to, to my wife and my kids, um, uh, to, to my, uh, my siblings, to my parents, to other family members along the way. Uh, and that's even with some devastating things that happened in, in the last year. Uh, the loss of one of my aunts, the loss of, of my last grandparent, who was very dear to me. Uh, beyond that, uh, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if I, if, if I should even say this, uh, it's, it's not public knowledge, um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm uh, uh, working inside of the music community with, uh, with a record label out in L.A. I'm, I'm very passionate about music. Um, I have been my entire life, uh, and I have the, the opportunity to collaborate with world-class musicians. Um, that wasn't even on the radar in, in the last year, uh, but it's come to fruition through... Um, sticking my nose not necessarily where it belonged uh, and asking and being you know out there and vulnerable and asking to to help and putting myself out there um, so many things like that but I mean but there's been disastrous things that have happened in, in, in the mix too with loss of uh, family members that I loved uh, I had a business that shut down I was part owner in a brewery that that went belly up uh, that's distressing you know had to uh, Challenges with my children's mental health uh, coming out of out of COVID, uh, that was devastating to me to uh, to see my, my children go through those kinds of challenges, um, but to see them now coming out the other side with uh, with uh, pharmaceuticals and therapy and friendship and uh, and support from you know my wife and I and other family members and things like that. Um, to see what uh, what they're becoming, holy smokes! It's it's uh, it's incredible to to be able to see that. Um, and you know, things have bounced in in ways that, you know, uh, even looking back a year, I never would have thought that that some of the the magical things that that have truly happened, uh, you know, pinch me. I I, <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, but uh, to be open to the, those opportunities. Um, and I think that that, uh, you know, particularly when um, you're in that dark kind of place, um, it's hard to see beyond the, 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 the pain, beyond the suffering, beyond that, that, that darkness that surrounds you at that point in time. Um, you know, uh, you know, and trust me, uh, please, anybody trust me, you know, come, come talk to me, come ask me, um, come have a conversation, come have a cup of coffee, uh, come have a beverage. Um, there's just spectacular things that are just in the ether, just beyond what, what, what you may be able to see right now, um, that are so wonderful that it's beyond those things that you could have ever dreamed. Um, and, and that's, uh, you know, where I am right now is these, these are so far beyond, uh, anything that, uh, that I ever could have imagined in, in my life. Um, and certainly... 20-year-old uh, Dennis sitting on, on a wall um, couldn't have imagined that. Uh, and again, 49-year-old Dennis couldn't have, couldn't have imagined some of this. Uh, but there are wonderful, wonderful things. Um, and sometimes it's just 
asking for, for that help, um, asking to see more of the forest that was uh, obscured based upon this tree that was right in front of you. Mm. Beautifully said. And 20-year-old Dennis, thank you so much for allowing the moment to happen and allowing yourself to see this journey that has become who Dennis is today. Uh, Dennis, thank you very much for spending this time with us. There is so much more that we could continue to discuss and share with each other, but uh, this was just such a, a wonderful opportunity for us to sit together, and I greatly appreciate your willingness to share your story. Uh, it is amazing to me that you know you trusted enough in me to allow me to be the first one to hear your story, and may it continue to be a beacon of light for others that have similar experiences and, and truly want to uh, chop down that little bit of brick on their wall, knock down the tree that's in front of them, see the beauty, see the beauty of their journey and allow that to happen. So Dennis, thank you so much. Yeah, you're very welcome. Glad to be here. Awesome.